Hey, welcome back to the Progressive HVAC Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Stewart, and I want to thank you for tuning in for another episode. I'm super glad you're here. Today's episode's a little different. We're actually going to dive slightly, and again, I say slightly, into what it is that we do as HVAC technicians, the technical side of it, the side that a lot of people actually want to talk about. But this is the first in a several-part series, and I hope that you enjoy it. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Okay, so like I said before, welcome back. Uh, in our last episode, we talked about licenses and how to get them. Well, now we're going to just ever so slightly ease into some of the basics of HVAC. This is just like dipping your toe in the water at this point, if even that. You might have just actually put your bathing suit on for this, so you might not even be wet. That being said, today's topic is going to start with heat transfer methods and how energy is transferred from one side of the system to the other. It's important to understand this before I actually start to break down the system as a whole and it was one of the first things I learned as an HVAC apprentice. Now, another little tidbit is that this will be a several part series where I break down a typical residential HVAC system. Today, we're not gonna get into a whole lot of technical terms such as your superheat, your subcooling. We're not gonna talk about the BTUs, CFMs, nothing like that just yet. This is literally just heat transfer methods and a few basic rules that go into matter and energy transfer in general. I use the term energy a lot and that will make more sense as we continue to talk about this. But for today, I just really want you to focus on the three methods of heat transfer and how they work. Now, straight into it, in its simplest form, as an HVAC technician, we act as thermodynamic engineers. Sounds a lot cooler than technician, right? You gotta wonder why we don't have that as our title. The reason I say that we are thermodynamic engineers is because we're in the business of taking heat where it's not wanted or needed and putting it somewhere where it doesn't matter. It sounds pretty simple, right? Yeah, it is, but only once you understand how exactly it is that we do that. That being said, keep these three basic rules in mind. They apply to every facet we deal with in HVAC. Rather, it is air, pressure, electricity. All matter follow these three rules. Rule number one, all matter is lazy and will take the path of least resistance. Rule number two, high energy goes to low energy. This will make a lot more sense the deeper we dive into this residential system. Rule number three, nature will always seek equilibrium. Wow, we aren't going to go into a lot of definition on these rules right now because again, this goes into this several part series. Each time we come back to this, we will discuss it a little more. So you got those three basic rules now. Let's talk about the three methods of heat transfer. You know what we actually came here to talk about? So you've got conduction, convection, and radiation. Now conduction is really simple and every human being on the face of the planet has learned about it at some point whether they'll admit it or not it's entirely up to them the example that comes to my mind was so when i was a kid and i, I grew up here in west virginia so a little old town my mama used cast iron skillets for everything and she still does and she'd been cooking for myself and my brother i think it was my brother and i wanted to help so as a child not knowing any better i grabbed the bare cast iron skillet that had been cooking on the stove for I don't know, we'll say 20 minutes. Needless to say, that was the last time I ever did that. The skillet is a perfect example of conduction. It is physical contact between the source of heat, or AKA the flame, and an object that is absorbing or conducting the heat via physical contact. So the most common we see in the field, at least in HVAC, 
is brazing. A lot of us who have sat here and we've braced NTXVs or pretty much any temperature sensitive equipment, you know that we have to use some form of hot block putty or a wet rag to make sure we don't damage the valve, right? Like TXV is a perfect example because if we heat it up too much, we damage the valve and either the valve doesn't operate correctly or it fails prematurely. Either way, neither outcome is something that you want to happen. So we use something to stop that conductive heat energy from getting to the valve. Now if you find yourself in a position where you're listening to this and you don't know what I'm talking about when I say brazing, uh, and you want another example of this other than of course going to your mama and grabbing a cast iron skill that she's been cooking with and burning the crap out of your hand, there are other options. So go find you a piece of rebar or what have you and find a raging fire or stoked up fire. Jab that piece of rebar of course into the fire and leave one half of it sticking a fair amount out. If you leave it sitting there long enough, guess what that far piece of the rebar the piece that is not in the fire is still hot and that's through the means of conduction the heat transfer is transferring through that entire piece of metal through physical contact now I don't recommend that you actually go and stick a piece of rebar and heat it up and grab it with your bare hand that would be really dumb and you would get hurt so don't do that and just take my word for it we're gonna follow the uh, kiss method here too so let's keep it simple stupid all right so now that's conduction um, again keep it simple so we're gonna go ahead and move on to Convection's a really common one that we see as HVAC technicians, and it's because it's what we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Where it is next up on the list in the simplest form of definition is it's anything that uses a medium for heat transfer. Now, medium, of course, can consist of air or water. That's the most common types that we see here. Examples of this are when we move warmer hot air over an evaporator coil. The coil is lower in temperature. That air and or sorry, the coil is lower in temperature than that air. So, heat is absorbed by the refrigerant in the coil. Remember, high energy to low energy. The example of that in this particular instance is hot goes to cold. So, when we are cooling the house, we're not dumping cold air into the house, we're actually removing the unwanted heat. So yes, convection is heat transfer by means of a medium, rather it be water or air. Both use the heat transfer method of convection. Now again, these are really short definitions, and again, the reason for this is because I'm trying not to overload, I'm not trying to dump a bunch of information. I'm trying to break this up as much as possible and make this as easy to digest as possible because I'm speaking to you as if you had no prior knowledge of the HVAC trade whatsoever and I don't want to overload you with information and that is extremely easy to do. So while these are short wheat definitions, feel free to take the time to actually read up on them yourself. And again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you just genuinely want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me through the email link that I provide in every one of our comment sections. All you gotta do is copy and paste it, just send me an email and I will be I'll be very happy to respond to you. Alright, last but not least, we have radiation. No, we are not talking about the nuclear kind here. Radiation is pretty easy to explain because we see and feel it every day. The best example of this is, of course, the sun, as it radiates heat that is carried via electromagnetic waves to Earth. Now, that might seem a little bit sciencey, that word, electromagnetic wave. There's a reason why we're using it. Radiation doesn't use a medium to transfer heat like convection. Heat energy is simply stored and released from some form of matter. Think about in the summer when uh, the pavement gets really hot. You know those lines you actually see coming up from the road? That is radiant heat energy. 
heaters. The radiator heater panels that you used to see in old homes, they're another example of radiation. That being said, uh, we're really good with names in this industry. You know, I just imagine the guys who started all this, they create these devices. Okay, so what are we gonna call this thing? Well, it radiates heat. Let's call it a radiator heater. And this, well, it conditions air to a set point. We'll call it an air conditioner. Again, we're really original with our names in this trade. You want to know how something works or what it does? Say it backwards. Nine tenths out of ten, that's what it does. Now, again, short, sweet answers on radiation. But the important thing to remember about radiation is that it does not use a medium to transfer heat. Convection uses a medium. Radiation does not. Now, this has been a nice short episode with an introduction to heat transfer. And now we're getting started the framework of your basic HVAC knowledge. That being said, we're going to end today's podcast with my thoughts of the day. Okay, so my final thoughts for the episode. This has been real short, sweet, and I mean, very minimal technical information given today, and I promise you it's on purpose. But, so my thoughts on this, the basic are everything, and I mean, they are everything and everything that we do. Um, when I talk to people about the basics and I tell them, so, well, I didn't really think I needed to understand that, or I figured I'd catch it as I went along. So you need to look at your career in the trade as if you are building a house. Okay, so you have to start with the foundation. Now, the foundation is the most important part, right? Because without the good foundation, you can't really build onto that house because eventually your structure will fall or it won't be able to handle the weight. This is the same that goes into your career as an HVAC professional. And that doesn't matter whether you're a technician, account manager, sales rep, distribution, it doesn't matter you have to know the basics of whatever your job is and while it may seem elementary whatever you want to call it if you don't understand it and you're just like ah well i'll, I'll figure it out later i'll, I'll catch up I'll, I'll find it out on my own you risk your credibility or in other words you risk being able to go years without understanding really what it is you're doing because not everybody is going to catch every mess up not everyone is going to catch uh that you don't understand this and unless you speak up and say something no one's going to know and there's nothing wrong with not knowing anything what is wrong is when you want to act like you know something and then again you got that weak foundation and then eventually you find yourself in a position where oh my god uh I don't know how to work on this because I don't understand how heat transfer works. I don't understand how uh, pressures are supposed to work. I don't understand how any of this stuff is really supposed to work. I just understood the term superheat and subcool and I thought that was all I needed. This can be a big problem and I can't stress it to anyone enough that if you think that you need help with something or you need to understand something a little bit better, there is no shame in saying that you don't know something. There is shame in pretending that you know something. Now, that being said, it gets back to why I preach on the basics. It doesn't matter if you're working on a three and a half ton split system or 1500 duplex water cooled chiller. The basics are the same. Heat transfer stays the same. How pressures go from high to low stays the same. How refrigeration circuit works stays the same. It doesn't change. The only thing that changes is the size of the equipment and the additional controls or bells and whistles that can be found on it. And as long as you understand that and you keep that in mind, you'll be able to work on just about anything. 
especially if you have a good foundation. And if you don't have the best foundation, work on trying to make it stronger. And if that's something you're interested in, again, feel free to reach out. I mean, we can talk about it. Not a problem at all. But that's going to be it for today, guys. Again, it's been a really short, sweet episode, and I apologize it's not longer. But again, trying to keep it under 30 minutes and trying to keep it to where it's not a boatload of information and that I can break it down into segments to where we can actually go through it individually. But again, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys stopping by and listening to me. And we'll see you on the next one.